This is Wholesaling Houses Elite, the no fluff and BS podcast with tips and tricks to help you become an elite wholesaler. Our guest will spill the beans on what it takes to be the best. This podcast is brought to you by Lead Gen Pros, making it incredibly easy for the average real estate investor and business owner to get more leads. They work with a variety of companies who specialize in real estate investing and who are looking for a systemized way to increase their lead flow and grow their business. If that sounds like you, check out theleadgenpros.com. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another podcast, the Wholesaling Elite Podcast. And with me today, the man that you may know only by an orange carrot, <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> How you doing today, man? Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm doing great, like we were saying before we hit record, and that's third time's a charm. I know I had a technical difficulty or two, and we're making it happen, man. So. Here we are, both guys in the tech world as well, and we can't get Skype to work or something like that. Yeah. Three months in the making, but man, I'm glad to have you on here. I know you've been having a good summer, traveling around, really staying low too, and you know, crisscrossing, you know, doing a couple things. I seen you were in Napa last week, and you know, doing some mastermind stuff, and I love that you've been doing that for a while. Um, man, for you, the people that don't know him, you know, he's carrot, and is the, oh, so let me, let me, let me, let me, because you know that's different because I used to say on carrot. You did, but it's carrot now. You, I forgot this. It just came to my mind. You bought the full domain. I remember the email. It was like some bizarre number, but you had to have it. It it, it was definitely a bizarre number that I would never ever thought I would pay for a dope. Like I can't live in the thing, dude. And I paid as much as I would, I would as I would pay for like. You can't a live in it. You can't house. drive in it. You can't eat it. <laughs> can't do any of but that it's cool, stuff. Man, you no, got so it. The, the quick story there, dude, is, is this, and this will actually kind of feed into what we're going to talk about today because we were wrapping right before this going to cool kind of what's on my mind that, that I'm really thinking about business wise. And, and one thing I'm thinking about is authority is, is, and we'll get into what that means. But dude, with, with the business, one thing that was happening was around our brand. If you don't control your brand, mm-hmm. um, that's a massive, massive flaw. And when, in, in my opinion, the most valuable asset any of us have, I don't care guys and gals, if you're just getting going as a wholesaler, I don't care if you're a big flipper, if you're an agent, if you're, if you're a wholesaler and exploding your, your social media following like Max is, your brand, I feel is the most valuable asset you've got outside of just the knowledge behind that, right? business stuff and and so many people think brand is this is this big thing that only big companies do only max now these exploded or only coca-cola or whatever it's like everybody has a brand um, a brand is what people feel about what about you a brand is what people uh, believe that you're about mm-hmm. and you've got a brand you're just probably not controlling it right now so we'll talk about how to do that even at the very basics level uh, to, to blow it up in this com- in this market where it's really competitive right now brand and authority is going to help you crack through and I think this is going to be an interesting conversation because I really don't get to talk more about the branding side of your personal self and your obviously your business because I more give out tactics and day to day on how to operate and execute a wholesaling or an investment company. So I think this would be a good conversation. But for people that don't know him, Trevor, uh, you know, he created Carrot, which is a website building it it's not let me back up it's it's a it's a online tool that that you can basically create your investor websites i'm probably saying it's all wrong i just it's 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 a in the box ready to go seo makes you credible in 15 20 minutes and i love it 
and I love so many different things about it. Actually, you made my uh, top seven list of the tools 2019 for wholesalers is because one of the things that I like about Carrot, for you that don't care, one, you can build an instant website to start capturing online leads, uh, create an online presence. Um, but another thing that I think is not talked about a lot is the buyer's side websites where you put your yep. where you put your product in this website that is you can't gain access to it unless you give information and it allows you to so sexy send out a property with all the information you need including attachments if you wanted to put comps and stuff on there out to reputable buyers and if anybody finds you on the internet they have to give you information to get access to your website so it's not sitting on there on facebook marketplace or on Zillow. But if you do put something on Facebook Marketplace, you can link them back to your site with all this information and branding that you that you guys allow them to have. You, you need to own your audience, right? Uh, it's funny, when, when I was down there at, at We Live, and dude, that, that event, just first of all, <laughs> Uh, I, I was on I was on a podcast about an hour ago. It was on a carrot cast. Kong Lee was on it, and um, and we got to talking about where we met, which was down at We Live mm -hmm. uh, down in Dallas, and just the energy that he brings. We got to talk about the event. So he said to tell Max Hay, and uh, <laughs> that's my and guy. I'm man. telling Max Hay right now. So dude, he's amazing. Like I love his energy. I call him King Kong because his personality is that big. Oh, it is. It, it is, man. He's amazing. So when I was down there, I had so many, uh, so many people coming up that were carrot clients, and they're like raving about whatever. But 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 the 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 common thread that almost all of them had was okay. Even if they were brand new, even if they had just got carrot a month or two ago, they were saying, "I'm not getting a lot of sellers yet because I haven't actually executed the da 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 da." But man, I'm getting buyers. So I launched that cash buyer site. I started posting that in certain spots, and they're building their buyers list. So as mm -hmm. soon as they get those sellers come in, now they've got a, a buyers list of. 50, 100, 400 people to really start to sell the properties to. So if you guys are, are diving in and starting to wholesale, um, if you're waiting to get traction on some of your seller marketing activities, which depending on the marketing you're using, uh, it might take a bit of time or mm -hmm. shift in a couple strategies, make sure you got the right list and all that right. The thing that's easy is you can start building buyers list right now. So um, that's something that we, we do in, in a big way on the care side. So how long has Care been in business now? When did you start solving these problems? Yeah, so we started uh, started 2014 officially. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to like go go back back yeah. back, there there's this other service that that internally we we every now and then have a customer that is still on this old platform from <laughs> six years ago. Um, but it was in my previous business, man. I, I created these little side websites, and it was called REI Theme, like Real Estate Investor Theme, because mm -hmm. it was on WordPress and stuff, and. And so we had a couple hundred people in that, but it was the worst business model ever because I wasn't really charging them much. Yeah, if any, I was charging like either 50, like it was like 10 bucks a month. Yeah. Um, and we, I was losing money left and right, and it was the worst business model ever. That wasn't my primary business. It was a, a, a bonus to my other clients. And they're like, hey, who's good at, who's good at, uh, what company should I go to to get a website? And my philosophy on it, man, was, I'm like, man, there's a bunch of them, but at the end of the day, Here's where here's where things were and what led me to start Carrot. I'm not going to really go into that story a lot because we're going to get authority. But at the essence was I saw an opportunity where the previous decade before that was pretty much all about uh, you got you just got to get online, right? Mm -hmm. Small businesses just get online, and so that's when you saw your Wixes, Weebly, Squarespaces, GoDaddy's all really grow. Was that decade just and they were all about just get online easy, and so then everyone was online. All the other kind of niched down uh, tools were the same thing. Let's get online and give you 800 different design templates and whatever. 
And my background comes from conversion rate optimization. It comes from driving traffic. It comes from SEO, from content marketing. I was really good at it. In my publishing company, I was doing it for big uh, half a billion dollar a year companies. That was my largest client. At that time, I was, we were managing all their online marketing. And uh, I'm like, man, there's a massive opportunity here. Not some real estate, but all business, which is why it was called Carrot. That's the name of the company. Is the next decade is about performance. It's about how do I now actually crack through the clutter that's out there and have my web my, my web my website perform. Mm-hmm. How do I make it so people actually see it? The people that need to see it, they do a Google search and they find it. How do I make it so when people land there, they actually convert into a lead at a high rate? And so he said, we're going to go all in on that, man. And that that that's what we built our brand off of is performance. I love that. Not- no, so. So, so I went all into that brand originally. Yeah, that that was the brand feel. That was what we became an authority in because uh, we had the chops to back it up. It wasn't we weren't just saying it. Mm-hmm. And so then the results happened after that where we grew because guys like you joined early and got results and you told people about it. We we didn't grow because we're amazing at Facebook ads. Yeah. We spent a couple grand a month on any paid advertising. Everything True. else. True. I don't ever see any paid advertising so, for you guys. But that's no, pretty cool, no, man. We were, so, you guys have created this and then now what i've seen lately because i i i I still attend a lot of the uh, read a lot of the articles you put out you started to build presence for actual real estate agents why did you think that was important man first of all i I didn't want to do it i was like completely avoiding the agent side of things Mm -hmm. uh because just agent agents are a different breed you know they they, they in general want to drive around in their cars all day and not actually like go do the work uh, yeah. of your website stuff. Um, and I under predicted how much that is the case. Like they're way more work to actually get to, to, to execute this stuff that we're wanting them to execute. But what happened, Max, was um, a lot of our clients who were investors kept on coming to us saying, man, when are you guys going to roll out an agent side of things? Because it's working so good for me on the investment side, way better than my custom WordPress site was that they thought they're saving money. And, and looking different, like we have so many biggest investors who came over from expensive custom sites because Carrot performs better. Mm-hmm. And so they kept on saying, man, it's performing better. Can I make this work on the agent side? And after it happened so much, we said, okay, we'll test it out. But here's here's the cool thing. And now this is going to lead into the authority discussion here in a second because I've been talking with agents a ton about about expertise, about building authority in your market, mm-hmm. which is going to be critical. Is here's the new – dude, here's, here's the new – industry shift that I, I truly feel that we're in. And it's funny because I've seen a lot of uh, articles this past three, four, five months, videos, other people talking about, I've been talking about stuff for three years. Like you can go back and look at my podcast where I'm like, I feel that over the next five to 10 years, the market's going to converge. Okay. The, the resale, the retail side and the wholesale side, traditionally they've been very separate. Um, every now and then you'll have a, an investor that's also an agent and an agent is an investor. And years ago I'm like, What's going to happen is the seller just wants the darn household, right? The seller doesn't care who they work with, an agent or an investor. They just want the darn household. But for some reason, agents have to fit everything into a box. Either it's got to look exactly like this and it has to be ready for resale and all these things. Otherwise, oh, well, I I can't list it. Wholesalers over here and flippers over here, like it's got to look in this box. It's got to fit all these stuff. And if the person wants retail, therefore I can't work with them. They, they throw those leads away oftentimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, you know what? It's this, I think it's the same person in the future, dude. There, it's just a business that's going to solve the seller's problem. Yeah. Either we list it on the market or we buy it for a discount. Depends on if you want speed and convenience or uh, a top dollar. And, and I've so, seen that too. I, I, mm-hmm. I believe that 100%, but keep going. Sorry. 
No, it, it is. And if you, if you look at the market right now and you see all the craze of iBuyers, your open doors, your offer pads, your Keller Williams going and buying houses, right? Uh, what, what you're seeing right now, y'all, is that happening? Is mm -hmm. the big money is coming in and seeing the same thing before most people on the ground are seeing? We, and like I said, you can listen to my podcast three years ago. I was saying this would happen. And so they, they're coming in and going, okay, we see the writing on the wall as agents that the seller wants a more streamlined transaction. The, the transaction has become massively inefficient. And if people, if you, dude, if you were to, if you were to survey a hundred sellers, like I would bet 10,000 bucks on it right now, unless the person was lying, that at least 99 of those sellers would much rather sell a house directly to a buyer for a fair price quickly rather than list it on the market and wait. 100%. Not a, a hundred out of 100. I used to be a broker and a, a realtor and agent, all that stuff. I used to have my own shop and everything. And I agree with you 100%. Mm -hmm. So so here's, here's the key here then, right? So if, if that's what the market wants, but they're not getting that, they're getting a, hey, I've got to list it on the market to get full retail, and I've got to wait, and I've got to go through all the hassles and sign this thing and give, give the agent the, the commission on both sides. Uh, that's where you start to see the market compress. Commissions are compressing on the agent side of things. That's why. Because sellers and buyers don't want that service. They, yep. They're almost like forced to have the service to get on the MLS. But here, here's where the rub is. The word fair that I mentioned before, 100 out of 100 would sell a house directly to a buyer for cash quickly for a fair price. That's what we're going to see start to start to start to converge and and change a little bit over the next decade. Max is the word fair is those buyers are coming in to, to make the perception that they're paying more closer to retail than than a house buyer than a, a wholesale flippers. Okay, um, which oftentimes when we actually add up the math with open door stuff. They're paying way like the house flipper can oftentimes net more to the bottom line to that seller. Mm -hmm. Not every time, but oftentimes. Yeah. You know what? One of my theories, and I talk about this amongst my friends and realtor community and agent and investor community is I've seen the writing on the wall so long ago, like you said, three, four years ago, when I got away from the agent world, I realized that agents were feeding or creating their own monster by allowing these big companies so with the, so because they did not want to create authority, because they wanted a simple, how much money can I spend to get this? They went out and they were paying Redfin, they were paying uh, Zillow to be in the top category of, of, of agents and send them leads. And what happened is they were essentially paying Zillow to go out and do market research. And once the Zillow attained all that information, all they had to do was turn on a button and become an agent in 50 states. Yep. But... They got greedy and they started seeing investors make a lot of money. So they pivoted as a big company and said, no, I want to buy homes. And they kind of put the realtor dismantling the whole agent community on the back burner. And now that's going to catch up to where they're just going to say, just like you're saying, and they're going to do, I can do it all. I can give you a fair offer or I can list a house. Which one do you want? And there, I see it now. I'm going. I will forget where I was traveling to, but I seen Redfin have a billboard said, "We'll we'll sell your house for one percent." And I said, "What?" 
It's amazing. And dude, that, that, and that's the phase of the market we're in. So if you go back, I'll, I'll give you a, a quick comparison so people can see history repeating itself here. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a big, stud, a big student of history. If you go back and look at the late 80s, okay, uh, 87, there was this big stock crash. It was the largest single-day crash. Uh, it was even larger than the one that caused the Great Depression in the 30s, okay, mm-hmm. or 20s or whatever it was. And, um, and what happened during this was it was right at the time when computers and technology were just starting to kind of – uh, get embedded in, in society at the business side of things. It wasn't really at the personal home computer side of things yet. And so there was this massive inefficiency, right? I want you guys to see the parallels here. If I wanted to buy or sell a stock, I had to usually pick up the phone and call a stockbroker, okay? Uh, that They had to then pick up a phone and do something else. And there's all this time between when you actually pick the phone and call and when it would actually when the trade would actually happen. There's a lot that can happen during that during that time. The stock price can go up and down. Certain things can happen. So uh, the stock market had a massive crash uh, on that day in '87, and so there's gazillions of people picking the phone, calling their brokers, say sell, sell, sell. Uh, what was happening is all documented. Tons of brokers stopped answering phones. They're like. I don't want to continue to, 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 to pick up these, these orders to sell and da, 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 it's going to ruin my business. And so the government stepped in over the next 12 to 24 months and said, okay, uh, we need to remove this inefficiency in the market, which is requiring a human being with this license. They just have this toll gate. That's the only thing mm-hmm. uh, in the middle of, of, of this transaction. And so the years after that, what happened, there's deregulation and regulation happened. And also technology was finally up to a point where it said, okay, we can take care of this inefficiency. That's when you saw your, your Charles Schwab's, Charles Schwab's pop up E-Trades, uh, things like that, that stuff starts to pop up in the nineties. And so what, what people were saying, Max was, and this, this is where I want people to get this because, um, I feel, uh, I feel I'm pretty darn accurate where the industry is going to go. And I'll, and I'll tell you why, but what happened was so many people were saying stock stockbroker profession is dead, right? Mm-hmm. Stockbroker stock profession is dead. Now, the ones who did die and ended up being on the call center of E-Trade or Charles Schwab or Charles Schwab or whatever are the ones who chose not to um, become an expert in something. They're the ones who said, okay, I've got a license, therefore I should make money just because I'm the toll gate between the two. That's it. Uh, the ones who didn't go out there and become an expert and actually add value and become an authority in something. Uh, we're the ones who went out of business. Now, the ones who chose to become an expert, that's when you saw your registered investment advisors pop up, certified financial planners. All those designate, designations pop up in the next two to three decades. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you, if you actually look at what happened in the stock world, a huge swath of the stock world did go over to self-serve platforms. But that's the person who wants to do the research. That's the person who feels comfortable to go do the research, place their own trades, and they think they're getting a deal. Most of America buys and sells stocks to you from advisors. Correct. It's the brokers that shifted and pivoted and became an expert and authority and started adding more value, and now the business is even bigger. And I think the same thing is going to happen with real estate where agents and, and investors – uh, the ones who, the ones who are just trying to make money because they've got the license as the toll gate, uh, they're the ones who are going to become at, in the call center of uh, Open Door, of OfferPad, of Zillow. They're going to be call center flat fee agents with them. That's what's going to happen. It's I already, agree. It's already starting to happen. I'm going to mark this down so you can play this back when we're five years and then it shows or you know whatever it happens that you have this stamped again. <laughs> it, it's it, it's happening. Okay, so then the next thing is. 
then the next, next thing is who are the people that win? So if, if you look at percentage of home sales right now, I think it's like 89, 90% of all homes are sold uh, through the MLS, through an agent right now. Uh, if you look at how many homes are actually being bought by a direct house buyer, a flipper, something like that, it's, it's sub 2%. Okay, then you have for sale by owner, which is around you know that six, seven, eight percent, depending on what studies you look at. Okay, it could be three percent, even up to four percent with direct buyers, but it's somewhere less than four percent of all homes are being sold to direct buyers, right? Wholesalers, flippers, and these eye buyers. Okay, so um, I think the same thing is going to happen. The majority of people are not going to feel comfortable to go on an online platform to sell their home with no help. Okay. Um, now, you're going to be able to sell a stock or buy a stock for a cheaper trade price than I can with my broker down the road, but I'm going to go to that broker for guidance and advice, and I know he's going to help me out. I'm not a broker. I'm not an expert in this. I want an expert, okay? Mm -hmm. So you're going to see the agents who truly become experts, they're going to win. The ones who go, I'm going all in on this niche in this town on on uh, this river and luxury homes and income properties. I'm going to do a bunch of content. I'm going to build authority and expertise, and I'm going to make it so my my fees don't get eroded because I'm adding more value. I'm not just a license. And look, look at the investor side of things, okay? I think something's gonna, something similar is going to happen over there is investors who look at everything in a box and go, well, it's retail. I'm not going to mess with it. Dude, at our last carrot camp, at the last carrot camp, I asked everyone because we were talking about uh, one of the guys does a bunch of mobile. Tyler Ford started to do a bunch of mobile home flips, and he's an agent too. And then another guy's like, dude, um, all day long I take all the retail leads, and we're turning a lot of those into, into into commissions on the listing side, and we flip the other stuff. And I asked everyone, like, who's throwing retail leads away right now? And almost all of the 15 people raised their hand. There were like four that didn't. And I said, cool, who's throwing mobile home leads away right now? Everybody but two people are like, I don't want to mess with the mobile home leads. Who's throwing land leads away right now? more than half the people are throwing those away. And so what I want wholesalers and flippers to do right now is look at it and go, cool, I'm not just a person who fits everything in this small box. Of, it's gotta fit in 60, 65%, 70%, whatever, otherwise I'm not touching it. Look at every lead that comes in and go, this person has a problem and they need it solved. Now, if it's retail, I'm gonna partner with an agent or I'm gonna be an agent and I'm gonna toss it over there and see if I can't share in those commissions, okay? If it's mobile home, I'm either going to learn that skill set or work with an investor in that area who does mobile homes and share that that, that profit. If it's land, um, I'm going to then hook up with another investor there who does land. I'm going to share that profit. And the, the the investors, I think, man, that just really narrow down into one tight box and it's got to be the 60, 65, 70% of value are going to have a, a little bit tougher time if they don't start to try to make every one of those leads turn into a profit. Man, I, I that's going down the way. So how, how do you think... Or what's the plan or what do you suggest people do to create that authority? Mm -hmm. So on the authority side, here, here's here's what we're doing and here's the same thing that you're doing too. Um, number one, video uh, obviously gets consumed a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, Video consumption is just going up every single quarter right now, especially through mobile devices. And dude, I mean, everyone listen to this. How do they find you? They probably originally found you through a video you did, yeah. um, an interview that you did, possibly an audio, possibly a podcast, but it was probably one of the two. And because they, you don't usually build authority with just one content piece that they saw. Correct. Sometimes if that content piece is amazing enough, it could. But usually it's like, oh, this piece with Max is amazing. Let me go check out this other one. Let me go check out this other one. Oh, shoot, he's over here in the carrot cast. Let me go check him out over there. And as they start to explore and, and try to solve those problems that they've got, and they keep on seeing you pop up with expertise around the topics, they're gonna go, "He is an authority." Um, I've got, I've got this, I've got this authority framework, and I could draw it out, or I can just talk it through. Where, um, 
let's draw it out. I want to see draw it. Draw it out real quick. Cool. Cool. There's, there's a, a couple things here, man. Hopefully you can see this. Yeah, we, yeah, it's clear. Watching this, go to YouTube. Yeah, if you're listening to this on iTunes, go back and watch the YouTube version, and let's see this uh, authority drawn out. Okay, cool. So I'm not the best drawer in the world, but we've got um, this little authority table here. On the left side, I guess, is that called the, the y-axis? I don't know. That's one of the two. You told uh, that's the wrong person. <laughs> it's, an actual, it's, it's some sort of axis. Uh, so you've got dollars over here. What's your earning potential, right? On the bottom of this this little chart thingy is, is the authority level. And so right here, um, at, at the very bottom, you're kind of like you're a, you're a tactician, okay? Um you're, that's not even good spelling, man. I spell it. Uh, I get it. You're a servicer, okay, right? So right here, you're a servicer, okay? You're, you're basically taking it. You're transactionally doing stuff. Uh, you probably know your work well, but you're not really an expert yet, okay? Then up here, um, you're an expert, okay? You started to learn some things. You're starting to, to, to have a really a good knowledge set. And, and when people come in contact with you, you can talk the talk. You're clearly an expert in that topic. Now, this is where most active investors are right now is they know their craft. And when you go talk with them, you clearly know that they're their craft. You meet them at a mastermind, you clearly know that person is an expert in doing whatever they're doing because you can just tell, right? Mm -hmm. But the problem with this is in the economy moving through the next five to 10 years, even shorter than that, is these experts are going to be commoditized by tech. They're going to be commoditized by a lot of competition, the low barriers of entry to, to get into real estate, right? So how do you how do you come out of that? Well, you build authority. And the only difference between an expert and an authority is more people know that you're an expert when you're an authority. That's it. Right? Like there, there's there's a ton of people that are uh, teachers at colleges, and they know way more than this person who earns a lot more, but no one knows it except for those students in their, in their thing. Um, the way that you become an authority is your content. Like it's the only way you can do it. Right? It's the only way you can become an authority is your content. So then the, then the higher level up here is a celebrity expert, okay? Um, so this here is essentially, it could be within a town, it could be within a niche. Uh, Max Maxwell is a celebrity expert in the wholesaling world, right? <laughs> and what happens is as you, as you go up this, uh, up this authority um, uh, framework, your income potential goes up, okay? So all of a sudden, uh, now that I'm an expert in this thing rather than a tactician, I make more money. Cool, now that people know about it, my commissions stop getting eroded as much or my deal profits, people come to me now because I'm an authority in Baltimore, because uh, whatever it is, right? Um, and then over here, if you're a celebrity expert, all of a sudden people start paying you a lot more because for no reason other than you're all over the place and then they see you. So th this here is big and for the average person that's listening to this, you're probably looking at it and going, well, I'm probably in the tactician side of things right now. I'm kind of learning some stuff or maybe I am an expert. Um, the things I want you guys to do is kind of like Gary B, Gary B talks about and we, we really implement over here too is take out that darn cell phone. You don't have to have fancy stuff, okay? You guys take out the darn cell phone and just like you walk out of that house or you're making the offer or whatever, just take out the cell phone and say, hey, you know, this is Trevor here with XYZ Home Buyers and I just visited a seller here. Here's the situation of the sellers. There's three siblings. Uh, they inherited a house from Uncle Tom and then he walked through and uh, you know, they, 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 there's no debt on it. And like, talk, talk about the situation. Right. Yeah. And then essentially from there, um, then you say, here's how I'm helping them solve the problem. Here's exactly what we're doing going through this. 
and here's how I can help you, right? So you're just documenting that stuff. Hey, I'm actually showing you guys right now, you're probably wondering, how do house buyers come up with their offers? Because a lot of house buyers are just kind of, they're, they're not, not really transparent in their stuff. I'm going to show you exactly how we come up with our offers. Let me just show it to you. Okay, here's an actual offer sheet here. I'm doing it. Here's the math I did. Here's it, da, 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 and here's what's left over for us for providing the service. So you have a choice. You can list it on the market, and da, 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 or we can do this, and here's how we came up with it. Um, or you can do stuff like you guys are doing. You went down to, where was it, man? It was, was it Dallas again? And you're, you're touring the house with, with the, the former NBA player. Oh yeah. With Charlie. Yeah. So yeah, because that's, that's spreading the authority in different places, you know, and just being around, but I agree a hundred percent what you're saying. I'm just sitting back. I've never seen it drawn out like that. And that makes total sense. And as you climb, as you go up the Y axis, you get that you get to you get to get make more money and you get to and i i know local agents here that have that authority that they become experts in luxury homes and every house even if they just automatically they get higher commissions nobody ever trips on their service because they have billboards people say i can't ask for less commission i see this guy's got billboards everywhere or whatever that is people add the value to you so if they don't know who you are they're just not going to discount what you're saying i mean it's 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 pretty uh i i love it i mean i you know i went from not charging to speak to $25,000 a speech and to where we turn those down so it's it is as you become authority and that's just on the branding side of things but you have to do it for your business within your community and all you got to do is turn your phone sideways and be yourself don't be anybody else be yourself is important dude and, and, and that's a big thing and I, I, we could go all day long and talking about tactics and techniques and how to how to, how to do a video i mean just follow what max is doing i mean that's 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 what he's just keep following what he's doing right both of us i think we're both doing a good job at it right now yeah it was like keep putting content out and i think the biggest thing too guys guys and gals is just be honest and genuine have fun with it i, I think I think the biggest thing out, out out the gates is is we all have these limiting beliefs, right? We go, well, first of all, who who am I to put something up online? Who am I to put the video up online? I haven't done a deal yet, or I, you know, all, all of the I haven'ts yet pop up in our minds. Yeah, and 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 that really stifles us. And I've, dude, I've been through that a lot too. Um, I do, I do it sometimes. Yeah, me too. Don't don't worry. I do. We all, we're none of us are perfect, man. I, it's just it's just the way it goes. But so. Yeah. So I want you guys to challenge yourselves to those limiting beliefs. And then number two is is um, is just 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 start. And there's a couple things I'll, I'll kind of I'll, I'll wrap uh, with this last couple things. Now, where do you put the content? Okay. Yeah. Now, how, where do you put the content to actually get in front of your motivated sellers or your cash buyers or whoever it is or tenants? Like I use this method to get tenants from my properties and for my uh, my VRBOs and stuff like that, Airbnbs. Has anyone ever called the VRBOs? They always call Airbnbs. Airbnbs took over. They, they made that authority. <laughs> They're the authority figure in the short-term rental game. Yeah. So here, here's what I do. Okay, you take that video. And my ideal length with this type of video, now you have to always look at what you're actually using the video for. Okay. But um, like as an example, the videos that Max puts out where he's it's kind of like mini documentary style. Those work well in the in the length that he's got because people want to, they're going to pull away they're going to sit down as entertainment. Once you have the audience, yeah. Once you have the audience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Once you have the audience. But with these ones where you're trying to build authority on a specific topic and expertise, I really like three to five minute videos. 
And one one reason they're quick and easy to to absorb and and and, uh, and, and grab and watch in, in one sitting. Uh, number two is what I like to do in our system is I take them and I turn them into what's called a video post. Mm-hmm. And so uh, for years, man, I would take these videos and uh, I, would, I was always the guy who sat down and wrote articles. You know, Google likes written content. Mm-hmm. And if you want to attract evergreen leads, like ones where you're not on the hamster wheel, um, evergreen leads come from from content marketing. It's really hard to create evergreen leads uh, and evergreen um, traffic from most outbound marketing methods. Now, keep using outbound marketing methods because they all work. But just understand the second that you stop doing it, stops. it stops. Okay, so keep doing those, though, because they work. Like you've got, That's where you're going to get the majority of, of, your, of your deals likely. Okay, but what about the people who are really motivated and they're hitting Google all the time and they're searching for things and that's never going to stop. That faucet is going to keep turning up. And if you put out a piece of content today that starts to rank well in Google for a phrase, I'll I'll drop it on here in a second. It's probably going to be there in six months. It's probably going to be there next year. It's probably going to be there in two years. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dave Brown, one of our clients, was Dave Brown at the yeah Dave Brown up in New York. Yeah, dude. So he posted this thing the other day. It was just this big old long post. It was amazing. He said, five years ago, I had a vision that I wanted to be able to create. Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but paraphrasing. I wanted to build, create a business that gave me true freedom that I could fully step away from and do it in real estate as a wholesaler. And so he's like, the one marketing method that can do that for me is online because I can create content today and I can do another one next week and I can do another one and I can do another one. Uh, focus in on the right strategy and over time they stack up. It's like stacking bricks of a wall yep. and eventually you've got this wall where all of the leads keep b- bouncing back to you. Six, five years later now, it only took about two years to really build what he got, six months to get his first deal from it. But five years later now, he's like, I, I, I he like, dude, he licensed his whole site out. Like he literally licenses his site in New York for multiple five figures a month. He does no work. He collects a check for multiple five figures a month just sitting back and hanging out because this thing is creating evergreen, consistent, predictable leads because of content. Love it. Um, but he needs to do content. He needs to do videos now. But here, here's what I would do. I would take out those videos three to five minutes. And the reason three to five minutes is important is because – Google likes to see on average between 500 and 800 words on a written article uh, to really start to, to be skills it might want to rank in Google. And so the average person speaks 120 to 160 words a minute. If you're talking with Kong Lee, he's probably close to 160 <laughs> words a minute. He's like a really fast talker, man. Or 200 um, words a minute. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that, that, that's, that's right, man. So... So what happens is you, you do that video, you upload it to YouTube, and then you transcribe it. Like you go to rev.com or whatever it is and transcribe it. And so if, it, if it's a five-minute video, it's probably going to be about 800 words of content. Mm-hmm. Okay. Make sure when you're saying the words that you're saying keywords that someone might actually go to Google and type in. So, hey, this is Max with uh, Cash Tried uh, Cash, Cash Tried Homes. Right? Cash Homes. You got it. Cash Homes Tried. Cash, Cash, Cash Homes Tried. Yes. There we go. This is Max with Cash Homes Tried. Uh, I'm here in... Uh, in da 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 da. If you're looking to, if you inherit a house here in Winston Salem, North Carolina, and you're looking to sell, well, I'm gonna walk through five ways that you can do that. So I said the words looking to sell. You inherited a house in Winston, North Carolina, Winston Salem, North Carolina. So you say the words that people are likely to search. Take the video, upload it from your cell phone, YouTube. 
Okay. And then we've completely cut the whole transcription process out. You just put it into video post now, our system. You literally copy and paste the YouTube URL and our system turns it into a written article for you. It takes your takes your video, puts it at the top, yanks out all the words, puts it in there. And that's what we're really working with a lot of agents on. A lot of investors are starting to do this now. And um, I did a video, dude, I can even send it your way, but people were saying, how do you come up with ideas? How do you optimize them? How do you do the, these? And Brady, my guy, about a month ago, goes, dude, why don't I just record you like with the video camera over your shoulder, just doing it? And then we'll see if it ranks um, for a niche phrase. Yeah. And so we did it. We put it up online. It literally, here's how I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to rank for Roseburg co-working space because I've got a co-working space, right? And so I'm wanting to rank well for that. I've had a WordPress site up there for seven years, and it's been ranking number one on Google for seven years for Roseburg co-working space. There's three co-working spaces here. It's not, we're not like Dallas, so it's easier to rank for. <laughs> but um, anyway, so I did the video. It was four and a half minutes long. I uploaded it from my cell phone, this whole video where they, where Brady documented me researching the keywords online, uh, just through Google search. I just go to Google and start typing in Google. What would I type in if I'm looking for this? Oh, look at Google pop up a suggestion. Cool. That's my keyword I'm going after. Mm -hmm. And then I do the video. It's four and a half minutes. Get a little tour of this slice. I uploaded it to my, my cell phone. It took a, uh, about a minute or two to YouTube. I went over to, to Carrot. I copied and pasted it in there, sent it through video posts. The whole thing took me less than 10 minutes. A month later, finally, like it just popped up about a week ago, if you Google Roseburg co-working space now, it's ranked number one on Google over the WordPress site I've had up for seven years because it's rich content. Because it took me four and a half minutes to create it. And Google wants that algorithm of the videos being more popular than sites. And it builds authority because they see your face, they hear your voice. Correct. And so now you don't have to write content, guys. Just do do content. Do it on video. I love it. Get into YouTube, transcribe it, or use our system that just does it all for you, and just do the darn thing. Just put content out, build authority, you guys are gonna crush it. There you have it. There, if for people that don't want to write articles, go in houses, just talk about what you're doing, and upload it, put it to the carrot site, and that gives you instant authority over the top. I'm gonna do a study and uh, see how we can if see how long it takes us to rank in a, in a little bit bigger market, and then get back to you on that one. Dude, I, I love it, man. And while while we were at We Live, I know we're we're wrapping up right now. While we were at We Live, there was a video that you had on your on your website. Um, let me pull it up really quick. Let's see. Um, and, and I and I sent it through the video post feature, and it was it was a video that was going after a pretty competitive search phrase though, like where you're competing against government websites and stuff. Okay. I don't know what the deal is, man. I was doing the podcast right before this with Kong Lee, and now my computer's like lagging, which is weird. Um, but I'm going to go to your blog. I know the audio is coming through good, but if you guys are watching this on video, it might look like I'm I'm a really fast mover, chopped up everywhere. So let me go to the blog. I, I turned one of your videos into a video post. Like I said, really competitive phrase, uh, going after government stuff. But let me see if I can find it, because it, I'm curious to see if it's ranking, man. Uh, it's, it's way back. It's way back there in the list. I don't remember which one it was, but I'll check it out. I'll send okay. it to you. We'll see if it is ranking somewhere. Yeah, let me know. That'd be interesting. I didn't know that, so that'd be cool to see. Mm -hmm. So, where you, where, where are you or your team going to be at here anywhere soon? Where are you guys? What are you guys up to? Man, we. I mean, there's uh, Britt Moreno's and, and uh, Adam Johnson's event there in. I'll be seeing there too. Yeah, in October. Yep. In, in October, so Adrian from the team will be there. Uh, we're helping to sponsor that event. Um, we got Care Camp coming up in September. 
We yeah, uh, yeah, it always sells out pretty fast. We've got two more spots open right now. We've got two guys who've kind of claimed and they haven't paid for them yet. Camp is, is is the truth. I like that man. It's it's a different feel of a mastermind type deal. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's, it's one of our favorite things to do, man. It's, it's something that we're pumped about in a big way. Um, that's, that's it for, for a little bit. I know there's some other things we're kind of looking at, but we're, we're kind of just getting focused, dude. We're, we're building the team a little bit more, and that's something on, on the leadership side that, that uh, I, you and I talked about it, but I never wanted to build a big team. Yeah, you know, I, thought, I remember that, yeah. I thought, I thought building a big team would, re, would reduce my freedom, would reduce... I thought it would like subtract from from that entrepreneurial dream that I thought I had, and when when, he, when I really started to look at the business model that I wanted, um, and I'm going cool. I want consistency. I want predictability. I want to build momentum, positive momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, I want freedom for my business. I want to have flexibility, so I don't feel like I'm bound to the business. I want to grow the finances. I want to make an impact. And so I started to look at the business model, man, and I'm like, well. I can't make as much of an impact and really truly have as much freedom unless I build a team yeah. and create system and process. And well, how am I going to do that? What type of marketing am I, am I going to use? Well, for me, I go, well, the foundation of all of it is going to be content because yeah. it, it's that evergreen marketing versus the hamster wheel quick hit marketing. When you have evergreen marketing, I can, I can take six months off and the business will be just fine. Very true. So we're, we're kind of turning inward the next couple months, man, to get some more process. And here's something I will challenge everybody with, including you, Max. Uh, if you guys have a team, even if it's one person or it could be two or three or whatever, is um, at some point you need to sit down and write write down all the processes or where I am right oh now. It's not processes as much, but I need I need to write down decisions. And yeah. so my operations guy is, is – uh, a closed room for a little while for about a month we're going to do a, what he's calling a decision making study and he's going like what is anything anybody in the company's coming for like it doesn't matter what it is what decisions are you making and then we're going to document them over a month period we're going to then prioritize them and then create a bunch of process and then i'm going to step out of that part of the company so i can do more of this stuff right here yeah, and that's that's where I'm at now too. We're using some software, online software that allows us to record processes and onboarding things and just stuff that we have to train every time. We're now just going to have it all in one place for every new employee or every current employee so that we have just everything right there. This is a SOP on how you do everything in the company. So, that's what we're working on. So, I see you more active on Instagram. Where can people find you at? Uh, yeah, dude, Instagram is good. Just Trevor Mock, M-A-U-C-H. Um, this is kind of cool, man. So if, if you go to Instagram, you'll find it. You'll find it there or go to my personal site. It links to Instagram. This is TrevorMock.com, M-A-U-C-H. Uh, is, I'm rolling out a, a mini documentary series. So my, my videographer guy, he's an amazing videographer. He documented my business and Seth Buckley's business and part of Cody Kellen, the Born and Raised Outdoor YouTube guys, yeah. for six months. And um, that's rolling out in two weeks. So That'd be interesting. Uh, I'm, pumped. Yeah, I'm pumped about that. So check it out at trevormock.com. Or you can always find all of our real estate-related content at uh, carrot.com. Awesome, man. I thank you once again for being on. It's always good talking to you. Um, and keep crushing it, man. I like seeing you keep growing and keep moving up, man. I appreciate you. It's something I'm, I'm really grateful for the energy you put out there. Uh, in, in the industry, the industry needs it. And it's one of these things where you look back in hindsight and you go, 
Like there's certain things that happen for a reason. Yeah. And and you can say you know whatever it's it's the it's the it's the energy in the world. It's God. It's like whatever it is that you believe in. And I truly feel, man, that that you came along at like the right time, and it was it was like meant. It sounds kind of woo woo, but I, I feel it was meant to be you. That you you like fired up a whole new generation <laughs> of investors, man. Thank and, you. Man. Uh, I'm I feel so it. pumped about it. I feel it too, man. Energy's crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and I love I'm glad it. So you congrats us to out. you. Thank you, brother. So. If you guys are watching this podcast or listening to it on iTunes, make sure you give us a five-star rating. Give us a comment. Go follow Trevor. Thumbs up. Turn your notifications on so you never, ever miss another podcast. I'll see you guys on the flip side. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Wholesaling Houses Elite Podcast with Max Maxwell. Make sure to tune in next week to see what elite wholesaler will have in the hot seat.